So, and so that's the silver lining is it now where people have had such a difficult time both purchasing and selling because of whatever the specific circumstance, by marrying yourself up with an experienced crew, um, we can actually put things together now that we haven't been able to do for the last two years. Mm. So that's a really exciting time to for this market now. Going one, going quiet, no. All right, guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate here in the Hobart Marketplace. I am your host, Aaron Horn, and it gives me great pleasure to be back at the desk recording in our studio at 414 Property Co. headquarters. Yeah. I'm joined by superstars. Oh, actually, I actually am joined by superstars. Not only am I joined by John McGregor, who's here day in, day out. Good morning, John. <laughs> Good old, you know, it's a tr- trust, trusty horse. Uh, That's right. He's like the furniture. He's just- yeah. It's, it's, yeah, the, the workhorse. That's what I was trying to find. <laughs> Safest houses. <laughs> Speaking of Clydesdales, just an absolute real workhorse, the stalwart of the uh, factory. A beautiful horse. <laughs> we have queen. <laughs> we have superstar of real estate here in Hobart, Suze Wiltshire. Good morning. Welcome Thanks back. Where have you been? I've been busy. I, I can imagine. Yes, I've, do, I've had. I've got a few hats on at the moment. Mm. I'm kind of still in Susan Laura land. Hello, Laura. I miss you. Um, I'm I'm in uh, listing ninja phase with my cohorts. Yes, you know, yep. who I'm listing with, and then I'm two two feet in my new mentoring, which I'm loving. I know, which is amazing. The uh, <clears throat> the ins and outs of kind of yeah, running your little workshops that you've been having and then one on one sessions. Yeah, it seems to be going gangbusters, and everybody yep. seems to be just kind of being like, oh my god, yeah, these you, are the you best. Come one in things. and nick the food too. So well, yeah, it's the best bit. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm rolling through my heart. Hold on a sec. What's bloody going on in here? Oh, I better go yeah. and take a little photo. And while I'm in there, I'll uh, yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take my little slice. <laughs> yeah, so, both information and food. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I've been listening into a few little little tidbits here and there, and yeah, no, they sound very um, engaging and and informative. So yeah, it seems like everything's going really well on that front. Thank you. Um, the market's pretty interesting at the moment. We did want to kind of jump in and kind of talk about. I actually really liked when you pitched the idea for this episode. So it's kind of calling it the silver linings mm. of the. I think if I can, I, I might. Jump into my little bit because yeah. I think what we were liking to call it. If if I don't know what we're calling it, Aaron, and what you're going to call it, but it's like this market. We're definitely in. I'm sick of hearing doom and gloom because mm. we're not. Like you know, the market had to correct, and and we're never in. It, a market can never stay the same. In no, real estate. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we'd never hear any. Um, what we say, heart surgeons or rocket scientists would we because we'd all be doing this. Mm, mm. Um, and I think really, um, you know, we just have to ride the storm and there's always positives. And what I said to you yesterday about how about we do the pod tomorrow, and John, mm. about there's always a silver lining in every every, every black market. cloud. I love um, it. I love it. And so I just want to talk about what I think the big positives are. And as you all know me as a person, I try and bring a positive spin to every. Oh, without doubt. As soon as you mentioned the idea of like, I'm sick of this doom and gloom and like, let's, let's not listen to all the rubbish. Yeah, And I think, look, you know, everyone's just throwing everything down everyone's throat of being so negative and so gloomy. It's not. Mm. Um, Yes, we are seeing longer days on market and yes, we are seeing things paired back, but that had to happen. We couldn't, there's no way we could sustain what was happening for those years. Mm. I've nearly been doing this, what, nearly on nine years. This is definitely a changing market we're in now. So let's not, Let's not gloss it over. Yeah, we don't need to sugarcoat what's happening, but it, of course, something but, is changing. Of course. But if I can just, um, you know, just explain what to me are some real benefits at the moment, and especially for those buyers out there that, um, for instance, I'll just a little case study for you all. 
Um, I've worked with some beautiful, fa- a, a beautiful family. So a mother that has a, a home that are meshing in with a, a family. So that mm. her daughter, husband, and a child. I have seen them painstakingly go through four or five times now going through the process of buying a large rural family retreat, basically, yep. like a bit of a rural dream, over $1.5 million ish. Kind of your McLeod's daughters. Yeah. Like, let's and we have gone through this stage. And, and uh, what? Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Jeez, I miss those girls. Oh, yeah, so do I. That was a good show. <laughs> it was. Blue Healers and McLeod's daughters on a Wednesday night. So can we? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Can sorry, so sorry well mate. with that story. <laughs> And rural retreat. Yeah, rural, rural retreat. retreat. And so these poor people, every time we'd go in, they were they were a subject to sale of mm. two homes, so not only one. Now, how do you reckon they were going to go in the last three or five years? It wasn't looking, happening. That, you know, you, mm. you'd go to the bottom of 14 off a pile if you were one subject to sale, let alone two. So, so just for the layman out there, just like the version of me, so the, the idea of um, your offer being accepted yes. would be so much lower because yes. the conditions on yours was – like it's a subject well, to sale well, you only have, of not two only properties. Did you have one one home to sell, but you had to sell two homes yep. contemporaneously, settling with each other yep. with yep. that home. And in this period, there were offers coming in that uh, were I've got cash, a cash over. Cash. It's all these yeah. other things. So all cash. these other factors are pushing mm. those people out who are in that position. Well, of, they weren't even a looking. They just yep. weren't. They were just like no. So we would go through that process with them. They were beautiful. They obviously wanted me to handle both of their sales, sure. which is lovely. Mm. I wasn't selling the other property necessarily because it was always down Huon Valley, that sort of way. So that was always another bit of a tricky bit because got another know, team you have to there involve. was another agency, you know, that mm. we were sort of always communicating with. And, you know, nine times out of 10, that was another factor that wasn't, oh, well, we're not getting that listing either. So that was always a little bit of a deterrent. Yeah. And now- in this market, yep. they've just secured that. So that's mm. a massive um, plus now. So they've actually secured a beautiful home. So they were able to um, get the deals done on two properties and, selling. And they were so that subject they- to sell. And then not only that, they were able to negotiate a now this is sorry, this is real estatey terms. Mm. They were it's a real estate to, podcast. That's what we're here yeah, for. Yeah. I will try and dumb it, you know, not, not just hit us, hit us with the details. Know, I, can, you know. I can put it through a, um, yeah. a dumb person filter <laughs> if you want. <laughs> but you've gotten really good at asking the right question. I think. <laughs> yeah, cheers. But we were able to negotiate. So this is what I'm trying to say. We, we need to, yeah, this is a, a, like obviously a, an episode about the positives about this this mm. market. So yeah. let's all be all about that. So then we were able to also negotiate the shorter period free clause out of the contract for that whole time. We would mm. never have been able to do that in, in the in the other market, yep. let alone get this done. And then the biggest positive for the vendor that they overpaid for the property mm. because of those reasons. So not only, you know, people saying, oh, such a doom and gloom, we're not getting getting terrible prices. Yep. These people, because of that, paid a premium price. So win-win. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's that thing where, um, what you know, in that circumstance, there's just – they never had an opportunity to be able to buy something. So mm. it's actually it, they needed to wait a few years mm. for the market to stretch out with a day's increase where they've got a lot more flexibility to negotiate terms that they need because it's so hyper-specific and, you know, owners are going to be much more palatable or mm. accepting of those um, terms because of the market we're in. Absolutely. Mm. And, then, and then, like, you know, not only that, like when – when we're, you know, John, I remember these days, you know, three, four years ago or even a year ago, we, we weren't even, we were having people putting sunset clauses in. 
What's that? On the day. So they had to be presented by 6 o'clock that night. So we, we were having people like 14, 15 offers in on a Saturday. Yeah. And we were running around like <coughs> nutters. Headless but, chooks. Yeah, so, so what the what the strategy of that from a buyer's perspective is mm. they're putting the pressure on. It's like saying, all right, my you've got till 5 o'clock tonight to make a decision. Or my in, offer. Or my offer. Yeah. Because mm. yeah, the idea being because it had been such a seller's market, the seller had control, buyers were trying to find ways of establishing, you know, re-taking control of that negotiation process. Yeah, and a real uh, you know a strategy to do that is to say, well, I'm not going to wait until mm. you get three other offers. You've got five to to make a decision, mm. or I'm out. Oh, oh, I'll go put an offer in on another else. place because there's so many. That's right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So for there, sure. there's just a strategy to try and get control um, of the process. Yeah. I think the thing I liked that you mentioned right at the start of um, your story was the correction of the market rather than the crash of the market. The, mm-hmm. Just the terminology of uh, the it correcting itself, and it's like a and it hasn't crashed. We're still mm-hmm. getting strong prices. We're still it's just it is taking longer. There's there's no. We, we, what I'm saying to the team at the moment is when we're doing our mentoring. Look, it, it certainly don't. When we're listing homes now, our medium house. Like term on, term on market is about a month. Yep. it's about it's about thirty seven days. Rather than hitting that kind of first weekend and just being yeah. like, yep. boom, I've I've done it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like okay, we, good we list on a Monday, expect contracts Wednesday, but we'll make a decision the following Monday. Yeah, no, it's just like look, you know, the the beats are longer stretching now. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now, if I can stress more than ever, and I'll. Let John do his thing. I've probably spoken enough now. Um, no, we got heaps. That's keep, not how it just, works. Just run deep. We just, run deep. We, we keep rolling, baby. <laughs> is that now is is so imperative, and we are going to see. Like obviously, we saw a ton of agents come on in the last three four years where yeah. they're just you know not being awful, but you know. It'll be interesting to see. Could have joined real estate, and you know, so it's great to see that. Obviously, they're tightening up of what you need to come on and well, um, I, be an agent. But I think that you know now. It is so imperative of agency that you choose. Mm, mm. Indeed. Uh, agent that you choose. So, you know, yes, we have some some up-and-coming agents in here and some that are, you know, what would deem to be uh, up-and-coming agents, but they have a team behind them with such wealth of experience that we all pull together and we all support them. Yeah, well, that's kind of the other thing I'm loving about so, kind of the way your role has changed since um, Laura's had her bub and we've yeah. kind of um, moved you into this or you've – You've mentored all these people and being like, I've got this amazing listing and I know that this person mm. can nurture it so well. So, yeah, you're kind of that support network of like, yeah, you've got me and another agent who's an expert in this area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the team at 414 is kind of, yeah, all moving together and being like, let's get the best result but for you that an, way. as an agency as well, like, you know, you guys are not, I'm not, oh, I pump your tyres up every time I come in here, Aaron, but, <laughs> but marketing is now more imperative than ever. Oh, that's so, why I love you coming you in. Know, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and we, we're doing our um, next workshop on the 17th and I, I just love, I just love that my workshops are the fa- my favourite thing to do. Next one is, is how to, you know, we just want to wow people with our open homes and things like that. So just to have an agency and agents that are so willing to learn and, and just grow. Yeah, definitely. Um, but just over and above is our is our timeline. I love that. And I think that that's the thing that just, you know, you just can't be normal or average anymore, especially in yeah. this market. Um, so just, yeah, be really, really careful who you're choosing to sell your home now. Well, one of the things that um, experience is really important right now because mm. um, we're, I mean, one of the examples we had recently was there was four properties all lined up in a row mm. where, you know, finance wasn't to be able to prove it on one front end. And so, but there was no, um, which would, you know, topple down three other properties, which would completely kill everyone else. Mm. Um, so Always the, had one. 
Yeah, with exactly. So, yeah. so I think the solution was that you know everyone had to reassess their expectations, and all prices were adjusted and, mm-hmm. rego- and terms were renegotiated across three contracts. Um, so the they could have all have fallen over absolutely, but it was because one of our young and one of our younger agents they thought that oh we're we're, d- we're done, but it wasn't until Patrick stepped in and said, "Hey, just say no. Here's another option for us," mm. and then he helped out with the negotiations and pulled all the things back together. Um, and I'm you know one of my dad's classic examples was they had four. 14 subject to sales in a row once. I remember wow. the story. You know? This one's yeah. crazy. But, and, well, the, but the thing is, though, is that, you know, if you've been in the, you know, um, you've got, it is what it is. Like over time you build experience. Um, however, you know, 12 months ago, two years ago, it was easy to do like, uh, you know, we have, you could say we had an overinflated view of self-importance, but the market was driving the, you know, the easy terms, the, mm. the deals. Okay, we can make that argument. But right now that's just not a mm. possibility. So, mm. um, you know, our role in terms of being able to build, you know, put these deals together when it, it does require three, four, five, six parties in order just for one house to sell for six mm. to pull steel together, like that that requires nuance, it requires patience, it requires skill, skill you know, and because- And experience and, yeah. As you've mentioned, a team behind you of people who can kind of swing in and say, like, oh, you might just need to look at it just a little Different bit way. differently. Yeah. Or you might just have, like, oh, I've had a, a, a time where we had to make this happen to get this deal. Like, oh, actually, that'll work perfectly for this one. So having that, yeah, team behind you and that experience. Yeah. So, and so that's the silver lining is it now where people have had such a difficult time both purchasing and selling because of whatever the specific circumstance, by marrying yourself up with an experienced crew, um, we can actually put things together now that we haven't been able to do for the last two years. Mm. So that's a really exciting time to for this market now. So I think, I know like, um, so one of the things that we you know, in term, like was a new opportunity, I guess, and that's what I was thinking was a really good um, compliment to what you were talking about, Susie, was um, going on to a little bit more deep dive about the, the home share program now that the state government has released. Yeah, this is really yeah. cool. I, um, I we, we popped a blog together kind of about this, so this was kind of helping those first home buyers get into the market and We've talked about it kind of before. Uh, but not just first home buyers. Okay. Yeah, sweet. Home buyers. Hit Sorry, me with some more, no, you hit me with more <laughs> details because this is where kind mm. of I I was looking into it as like, oh, you know, it used to be just on new builds, but now yep. there's um, scope for it for to be on yeah. established yeah. homes and yeah. stuff. So can you kind of feed us some info on that? Yeah. So the, the, the biggest, one of the, I remember we actually, the REIT had the housing director um, come into our board meeting when before before it was fully announced. Just before we continue, speaking mm. of the REIT, are we allowed to um, talk about- um, Oh, yes. Exciting. About some news oh, on yeah, that front? Yeah, yes, that's true. Um, so we're not worthy. <laughs> we're not <laughs> worthy. Johnny, Johnny Mac, El Presidente. Well, technically, it's not. Um, so it's, there's 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 two there's a couple of arms to the institute. So they've got the board of directors, um, but then there are the southern branch. So um, which is just you know a smaller offshoot for other responsibilities. But they asked me to be the president of the southern branch. Hot damn, we are yes. sitting in a room with royalty. I'll take it. Why not? Yeah, look yeah. at this. So congrats, yes, my man. Congrats. Welcome to the uh, the big leagues. Thanks. Crew. He did get it. Um, little present for me. Did you yes. want to? Did you want to talk to them about your, your card, Johnny Mac? That it actually looked like you. Oh, the, 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 yeah, the bunny with the, the monocle. Correct. I still I still should get a monocle. I um, think you should just put it in your pocket every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I did appreciate the fact you're acknowledging my style. Mm. So and um, wine and wine. Yeah, no, that's um. That's, yeah, that's no, we're proud of you, mate. We're lucky to have you. <laughs> Thanks, we, we, we're really wrapped to share days with you. You're an oracle of wisdom. So, no, it's nice. You know, like we, um, I think one of the things I got from my parents actually was that we're really big on giving back as much as we can um, in terms of, because uh, look, there are, look, it's, it's all volunteer work realistically. Yeah. Um, but 
when there are some, there are those of us that will say, "Look, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. Well, why don't you, you know, help them make it do something about it?" You know, yeah. so yeah. sort of, I suppose, um, it's something we're passionate about. You know, yeah. No, look, a massive congrats, and yeah, it's a, it's it's a great accomplishment and achievement to yeah be invited to be the president of the Southern Branch. So yeah, no, hats God. off that we don't have, and yeah, no, no well I played. That. Sorry to jump in on no, your, no, but on I your mean, stats one of the but one of the interesting things about being in these positions that you do, you know, um, if they consult us, they don't always, but um, you do. We do have conversations with, um, you know, those those parties that actually implement these programs. Um, not to say that the REIT had an impact, impact, it didn't. Um, however, um, it is nice to have those conversations, get to ask questions at a different level. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, but one of the, this, this home, this is not the first time something like this has existed in Tassie. And I know people might be familiar with the first home buyers grant that's been around for some time now. Um, this one was a, a good way to think about it is, um, it, they'll go, oh, it's easy for you because you've got the bank of mum and dad to throw it down a deposit. Okay. So what the government wanted to do then is could they step in and help in those situations? Mm-hmm. So, so the government become the bank of mum and dad that's per right. se? Yeah, yep. so the state government or the director of housing. Yeah. Um, so in this particular case they called it the My Home my home Program and it wasn't just for first-home buyers and it wasn't just for first-home builds. Mm-hmm. It was they acknowledged the fact that, well, then there's, there's so many people that are in a sticky situation that- Can't wait for building and can't wait for well, ca- council approval and, and, and that kind and, of thing. And and in a situation where they can't afford a hundred thousand dollars to save, mm-hmm. you know, um, a long time ago, one of our um, listeners actually wrote in to say she was a single mum with two kids, couldn't save, mm-hmm. um, but she finally got herself into her home. Not in this program, but goddamn, it was hard for her. Yeah, and she did need a, she did need help. And but not everyone has friends and family that can pitch in to get that first little leg. And when you've got a single income, you've got kids, mm-hmm. um, and it's like, oh god, now I've got to save fifty, sixty k. Mm-hmm. It almost just seems like it's not a possibility. Yeah, you can't do it and pay rent at the same time. It's almost impossible. So, so what they've done is that in this particular program, they are uh, the director of housing becomes a co-owner in the property. Mm. So what they'll do is is that they'll help um, they'll help provide that ingoing deposit, yes. which is thirty percent um, up, you know, thirty percent of the value of the value of the home. Up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars as a maximum. Yes, and it's up to it's a six hundred thousand. The six hundred thousand dollar threshold. Yes, so, so that right. goes in line with the first home buyer incentives, where at six hundred thousand, first home buyers get you know fifty percent mm-hmm. off the stamp duty. That's so, right. so it is capped at that at a price limit, but yep. it's not capped at age or circumstance. Um, there's only some certain eligibility criteria that you need to meet. Mm-hmm. So, even if you've owned a home before and you know life's you know life's been hard on you, um, you can still be eligible still for be this eligible. program, which so, is great. So they do asset, th- you know, there's. I mean, one principal thing, you need to be a citizen. So they obviously they can't um, allow that to uh, migrants that are temporary. With FIRB, that's yeah. a different thing, yeah. So, um, and then with that, though, is that you do have some asset thresholds. So I think it's, you know, roughly you can't own more than $100,000 in assets. These numbers aren't exact, but we'll just, you know, roughly mm, go, mm. you know, we've only limited on time. Look, there's a, there's a blog out there uh, that we put together, Nino, the superstars, um, pop that together. So yeah. head over to 414. Some, yeah, some stats. And, the, and, yeah. some, and the, the, the fact sheets they've put together um, partnered with the Bank of Us is really good. You know? Yeah, cool. And, Johnny, um, Matt, do you know, um, probably cutting to the chase a little mm. bit here, so when, when they go to sell the home and that's when they, then they would take the equity, the share of equity back, I'd take it. Yeah, so there's, yep. a, there's a couple of things. We'll, the um, thing. So there's a couple of scenarios here. So um, the so the first thing, once you can get approval, um, so you uh, they will be a co-owner, 
there's a couple of things you need to meet. So um, obviously you still need to be approved that you could service a loan yep. of whatever that amount at the end of the day may be. Uh, and secondly, too, they do require you to have a, um, a building inspection clause with a defect limit of 10 grand. I know I've discussed it on the pod previously, mm-hmm. uh, but just quickly, it's to say that if a building inspector goes through and find damages to the property in excess of that 10 grand, well, then you can, you know, withdraw from the contract. So the, obviously the director of housing doesn't want a situation where they're buying a bunch of dumps. Yeah, of course. Quite simply. Yeah. So um, because it, they can't guarantee it on a new home, if they're letting it be in established homes, mm-hmm. they need to be, of, you know, they need to be of yeah, quality. quality. Yeah, quality, yeah. Sure. So how that plays out then is let's you're settled you're in um you've you, you're um at Susie Wilcher and the director of housing that's mm-hmm. um owns the property um in you know what will, what that means is that you, they'll have a percentage share mm-hmm. so it may be 20% ownership or 30% yeah. ownership um and in the event that you go to sell well they need to get paid and if the property increases in value well they've got a 30% share so they get a, they actually get a return on their investment as well. Yeah. So obviously you get a return on your investment. They, but it, good. they do as well. Yeah, but because yep. it's a, it's an investment for them, they're not gifting you the money. Obviously, they have to be repaid back. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you know, in in um, one scenario, talked about the they've got a s- situations of scenarios, um, be it a, you know a first home buyer, they've got one that's a you know dad with two kids, they've got a family growing in a, in land. So in in his case scenario, he had a you know, situation where he had uh, he had twenty. Oh, another thing too is that you only need two percent. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so I think it's yeah, so it said to be something like twelve t- grand. On twelve a grand. Yes. yes, but that's a that's a much more achievable goal than sixty or seventy. A thousand percent. A yeah. thousand percent. Mm. So in in one scenario um, that they provided, he you know you can still add more to your deposit. Um, remember, it's just they will invest a deposit up to one hundred and fifty thousand as a maximum. And not only that, obviously, then the stamp duty, the fifty percent stamp duty rebate as well helps. Yes. That's, yes. You know. And then cutting it down by about six or seven grand as well. And that's the thing, like that enables the loan for you to repay to be much more easy to manage. Mm-hmm. So when you are selling, um, in the end, um, you will need um, approval from the director of housing because they are to co-signees. Yeah, um, and the other part too is that if there is a you know an increase in value, you will you, you will benefit from that value, but so will they. Okay. So it's not like that you've just got 150 grand and you win it. They if however. One thing that I don't believe has been fleshed out yet, because we we had a situation when in the old scheme where there was a client um, who uh, bought a brand new home but was trying to sell it and the, at the property to loss. So um, yeah, what happens then? Yeah, so that was a really difficult one. Um, Do you still owe them that money, or well, and that's uh, I don't know whether or not the. Um, the we couldn't get a, an, an easy answer at the time to walk through that scenario, but it's sort of one that's going to be that. Fortunately enough, it was so rare that it wasn't. Mm. But there's sort of that it's going to be a one on one, very very specific, yeah, and there won't be a blanket rule on that case. Okay, sure. Because think of the scenario where oh, I bought it for six hundred, but I need to sell it for six fifty. Do you take the loss and just, just so does the director of housing? Mm. So that's a you know a real sticky one because I mean think of it from the public. The public isn't going to want everyone to think well, holy shit, they're investing our you know, the, the public funds and yeah. they've taken losses on all these properties. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, in a, in a simple scenario, um, you know, no trouble. Well, but I think they're hoping that your long-term investments yes. and they're going to return some. And so, the, and that was where too, is that if you wanted, if you chose to refinance the property and buy out their share, so a simple scenario, the, they bought the property for 600. Um, it's now the re, it's 780 around, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why not? Um, yeah. well, if you refinance in order to buy out the share, the director of housing is still, you still have to pay them at the new value, mm. you know, so it's always they're still making their growth. Yeah. And it's a good way to think about it, that they're investing with you. It's yeah. not a handout. They're investing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, but the great thing is, is that 
if um, there are those people that legitimately are stuck and cannot, you know, and sometimes too, we worked out, um, had this conversation with a couple of our tenants who's um, in a long-term lease, but the owners want to sell the property. Uh, well, we worked out if we work, put them, you know, encourage them to have a look through this home share scenario, they'll actually pay less in rent. They'll Obviously, sometimes the house isn't going to be as good as what they are. But we said, well, look, you move, um, if you, if we put you into another rental, you're in the exact same situation. Mm. And one of the guys had moved- The cycle like, of- One of yeah, you moved ending. every year for six years. Mm. And so they're not, they're, not, they're not getting anywhere. Not leveling up. They're mm. just kind of, yeah, mm. sitting at the- at That's the same it. status quo, but mm. they realise, oh, actually, I could, I could, I've got that. I could, I could, I can't buy a house with a large deposit, but I've got enough for this one. It's like, well, what if we could, you know, manoeuvre you into at least, and you've got some stability because mm. the director of housing isn't going to go, oh, I want my house back. Mm. So that's another. So this program, I think, is a really strong one for, um, especially tenants stability, yeah. in a in a real cycle of you know, yeah, stability mm. um, for those then that you know don't have the capacity to save up for a ten twenty to. deposit and they don't have the family. And this is where it steps in because I think the, um, from the director of housing's perspective is that as they was as best as they can to get everyone on their own, you know, Mm. on their own feet and not relying on And you don't have to spend 600. I mean, you could be buying a unit for 450 or something like that. So obviously then you're talking about not needing anywhere near a $12,000 deposit might be eight or something like that. So it's much more achievable. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is too, is that your weekly repayments are done. So um, what the, so what you'll do is the, at the moment um, it's, it's through the bank of us. So they're the approved lender. So they can, you, you know, put, um, put your, put your interest down and then someone will contact about it. But of course, well, we, you know, if, you know, anyone can reach out to our company and we can help, you know, put them, put them in touch with the right channels. Beautiful. Um, but it's just a really encouraging program where again, even in the hot, like just throw, throwback, is it in a, in the hot market two years ago, mm. no, no owner would have accepted these terms. Because, because, they're, and they're a little bit more onerous with the building. You know, like, yeah, That's it. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. longer finance periods, other, yes. other elements, but yes. now, cause this market's correcting. Now these people have got an opportunity to make this happen. Absolutely. So it's another silver lining um, for people that have been off, you know, waiting on the, on the sidelines, it just, but it's been impossible. Now's the time to be able to make that happen. Bringing it all together. How about that? The silver linings, the corrections. Mm. I'm loving it, guys. Absolute cracker. Thank you so much for coming in. Can I give you just one little silver lining that I wanted to mention? It's got nothing to do with real estate. Is mm. it about Is it about the people that you work with every day? Oh, look, they, <laughs> they bring so much joy to me uh, every these. day. But, yeah, these bad boys. I I'm just, love them. They look like cork. I know. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Just take Shall a little nibble. Just, just have a little bite. And mine's got chocolate. Look at that. I hope there's not any ASMR people out there that, oh, maybe they would like that noise. But anyway, I just want to shout out um, Ruby J Espresso up in Delmont Park. It's, um, you know, where the Amiens Clinic is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a hole in the wall there. Uh, Rhea that uh, runs that place has, yeah, these amazing – so it's good Eddie um, cups. And Do you eat them? Edible? Yeah, eat them. They're I edible. I wish, I wish everyone could use these and not throw another paper cup in the bin. Well, the cool thing, I mean. And they're vegan. And my coffee's been sitting there, you know, since the start. And nothing's been like. I wish we know, could tell the no, story. I wish like, we could tell the story of why you've got the chocolate one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, there, there is chocolate on the, um, on the, on the wine. No, look, I, I, is it cool. chocolate? I went, <laughs> I went in there um, on Friday on. <laughs> Out a recommendation <laughs> from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it is damn good. <laughs> and they're actually quite tasty. Mm, mm, mm. So I went in there on Friday on a recommendation from um, superstar like employee here, Michaela, who yep. um, just rocked the podcast 
the other yeah, week as yeah. well, those guys have, um, yeah. Oh, and you can plant in them too. So you can put your little plants That's in so the cool, ground, like it? seedlings. Mm. Oh, I'm Brilliant all over idea. this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a company out of um, Victoria in Coburg. Um, yeah, it's saying eat it, compost it, um, plant yeah, it. You can bin it if I you want it. to. But, yeah, yeah. And um, but then not disappear. Not. You can just yeah. eat them. Yeah. So it's a really, really cool idea. Love we it. love all the sustainable stuff here at 414 and, um, yeah, looking after our planet. So, yeah, watch this space and, yeah, head into Ruby J Espresso in um, Derwent Park. You mm. won't be um, disappointed. My son had the best time with the uh, hot chocolate that oh, was really? made. So, yeah, yeah, a massive silver lining um, on that side of the fence. So, yeah, 100%. shout out to shout out to Ruby J and, um, yeah, the good Eddie Cups as well. Cool. Um, did you guys want to cover off on anything else before we finish up? Or um, I think only that we continue on our beast mode. We've just employed another family member. We Jim. have, yes. And I think we've got we've got place for like one more, two more. There's always room. There's always room There's for always more. There's always room yeah. for good people. And our, we I, make I didn't realise that we had signage on our beautiful bunker until I drove past yesterday. It yeah, so shout out to the Open to View crew out that there as well. Awesome. Um, our bunker now mm. just looks mick as it's kind of yeah. the matte black with a gloss yeah. Um, yeah. circle. Uh, yeah, but so seriously cool. Um, so, yeah, look, 4 and 4 is an exciting place to be. Shout yeah. out to, um, yeah, everybody that's listening to the Property Pod. Mm-hmm. We uh, we love coming here every week. And we've got people fighting to get in the studio, which is the, <laughs> the best bit. I came in, Michaela. It's been like three or four months since I've been I know. And I, I know, when you came with us with the idea, I was just like, yes. Well, the, the lesson is if, if you come with us an idea, you're in. You know, that's that's the winning combination right there. Like, just come with an idea and take a seat. Ah, oh, yeah, I a thousand percent. We're always looking for topics. <laughs> No, look, we love our listeners. Um, shout out to everyone out there that is a part of the Property Pod. We will be back next week. Who knows? We'll be in the studio. Yeah. It might not even be me. It could be someone else hitting the buttons. Ooh. Ooh might be a guest. Guest button presser. <laughs> mm, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. The uh, The market you. is correcting, not crashing. Just That's let right. it be known. And I'll see you. Until then. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek their news, their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.